How's it going? How's it going? And welcome to From the Sidelines. My name's Josh Duvall, and I'm here with Chad Davis and Devin Davis. And today, we've got a super awesome interview with the best punter in college football. No doubt about it. Himself, Max Duffy. Special thanks to him for coming on. You can follow him on Instagram at Max underscore Duffy. You can follow him on Twitter at Max underscore underscore Duffy. And while you're on this following spree, go ahead and follow us as well. You can follow us on Instagram at FTS Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at FTS Pod. Got an email. If you want to email us, say, hey, that was a great interview with Max. Go ahead and email us at theftspod at gmail.com. We've got this thing out there floating around the internet called a website. You can visit it at ftspod.com. That is ftspod.com if you can't spell. Let's get it rolling. All right. We are now super excited to be joined by, I mean, easily, easily. There's no doubt about it. The best punter in college football, uh, Max Duffy. Max, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Did you have a you have a good holiday season? I did. I uh, obviously wasn't able to go home back to Australia, but uh, hung out in South Georgia in a small little town called Hoboken, which was interesting, with our former long snapper from a couple of years ago, uh, Tristan Yeomans. Okay. So that was an interesting experience. He he uh, lives off a little dirt road in Hoboken, and uh, yeah, very very country America, which was an eye opener for me. But it was good fun. Awesome, man. So, obviously, the thing that happened in 2021 was winning the Tax Slayer Ball, so, or Bowl, not Ball. But um, how, get into that a little bit. You know, how was that experience? And, you know, I mean, obviously, you, you blew up a little bit. Went viral, the, the certain play that you had where you faked out uh, one of the defenders and then still managed to punt it behind the, the 20-yard line. So, uh, get, get into the Tax Slayer Bowl a little bit for us and talk about that experience. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, obviously, played in three bowl games in a row, and we've won all three, so that's been really big positive for the program. Um, and it was, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I'd never been to Jacksonville before, so that was cool. We got went to TPC Sawgrass and went down to the golf course. Unfortunately, the coaches and the athletic director were too lazy to allow us to get onto the course, but um, that's, <laughs> one of, that's one of those things. But it was really cool to go see it and see the, I think it's the 17th hole, is it, that's on the water there. It was pretty cool, so... Um, yeah, and I kind of forgot for a day or two that we had a game coming up because I was just loving going around and seeing all the stuff. And, and then, uh, yeah, the game was awesome. We uh, obviously, SEC, we're too big and too strong for tw- <laughs> sorry, tiny little conferences like ACC. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was good. We uh, ran, ran all over them and then got the win. So, um, awesome to be a part of, and probably not as big as the Citrus Bowl. I think we'd all agree on that one, but uh, yeah. definitely good to get the win. and and get another ring in a couple of months or so. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you had a you had a terrific uh, 2019 season, winning the Ray Guy Award, um, and your first team All American punter. So, you know, what was what was that uh, season like for you, and what 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 was your biggest takeaway um, heading into the 2020 season? Um, it was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, obviously coming from Australia, we probably don't like appreciate like kind of I guess how big it is to to win some of these awards because we haven't grown up watching it. Um, and that's probably been a positive, honestly, coming from Australia is that um, because I didn't grow up watching it, I probably don't get as nervous. I probably just have fun with it when I'm out there. Um, I know I, our former honor, Grant McInnes, who went to Missouri, um, used to talk to me about it all the time. He's like, man, how cool is this? Like playing in this stadium and give me all these stats and stuff. I'm like, man, I have no idea what you're talking about. But yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, just funny stuff like that. But no, it was really good. It was, it was great to obviously win the award and, it's awesome, not just for myself, but for all the family and friends that I kind of had to leave and 
um, they put their faith in me to kind of come over here and do a good job and make sure I wasn't wasting their time. It was really good to come over and kind of pay them back a little bit and also pay UK back for, for bothering to get me over and taking a bit of a risk on someone from another country. It was, it was cool. And now um, it's all like some of the little things that happened because of that is awesome. Like now I get to be on the wall and you walk in the facility, I'm on the wall all the time now because I was an All-American and got a big poster up there, which is pretty cool. I make sure the specialists look at that one every day and make sure they aspire to be like me. But um, yeah, it's it's really awesome to be a part of that and, and kind of, you know, um, have a bit of history now, I guess, amongst college football. And um, coming into the 2020 season, I, I really didn't care about winning it again or anything like that. I just wanted to do a good job. And I was hoping we'd want to, we would have won a few more games that we did. We, we started out a little bit disappointing and um, that was a shame because I really thought it was going to be a really good year for us, but we ended up really strong and, and won the ball game. So that was the main thing. For sure. So after playing football in Australia, what kind of made you decide to come over here to the U S and uh, punt for UK? <laughs> well, I didn't want to come over, but um, unfortunately, when they end your contract and say that you're not good enough to play Australian football anymore, I had to look for some other options. So um, <laughs> I played semi. I played semi professionally for a year. Um, tried to get back to the professional ranks, and um, they still decided I wasn't good enough, which is probably fair on their behalf. So um, looked into um, Pro Kick Australia, which I'd been told about from one of my friends who had a a really close friend that played at Ole Miss. Uh, a couple of years back and uh, I said well that's pretty cool I've heard about that school that was on the blind side so that seems like it's a pretty big deal um, and didn't really know much about it like I wouldn't have been able to tell you what the SEC was or anything before any of this kind of thing I just yeah I knew probably Alabama and Ohio State and Ole Miss because it was on the movies and maybe Texas because of Kevin yeah. Durant and that's about it but um, yeah kind of uh, found out about Pro Geek Australia and then um, they've done a really good job. They, I think of all the starting punters in Division 1 this year, there's probably 129 schools or something, 120 schools. We've probably got 60 to 65 of the starters now are Australian. So it's pretty cool. Uh, not many in the SEC, unfortunately. Still a pretty patriotic conference. So try to keep <laughs> us out for as long as you can. But uh, all, the, all, the other all the other conferences are starting to take us in. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it's been awesome. It really has been a cool experience. I, I didn't know what it was going to be like before I got here. And, you know, we have big football back home. Like, our big stadiums still have 100,000 as well. But um, it's nothing like the fanfare and the tailgating and, um, you know, all the, I guess, the hype that a college team gets. That just wouldn't happen back home. Um, so it's, it's, it's really fun and um, something that I'll remember for a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, after, after playing for a few seasons at UK, you know, what – what do you think's next for you? Are you know, are you prepping for NFL possibly? Or are you considering going back to Australia and trying pro there again? Or what do you what do you think's next? Yeah, so uh, just signed with an agent a couple of days ago. I'm um, gonna see how it goes with the NFL stuff. Um, not sure if that's gonna work out, but I'm gonna give it my best shot. Obviously, got invited to the Senior Bowl recently, which is really cool. And um, if the combine happens, I should be able to go to the combine, which would be cool. It'll be uh, both pretty cool experiences that when I first came over here. I probably didn't know what the senior bowl was, to be honest. But now that I know what it is, like, it's uh, it's awesome to be selected in that and be able to say that I've been a part of it. Um, it just, you know, little memories like that obviously mean a lot and kind of getting some experiences that not many guys get to have and um, a lot of people wish that they could do. So I'm trying to 
take it all in and enjoy it over the next four months leading up to the draft and just make sure that if it doesn't work out that I've had a good time along the way as well, not not too stressed about worrying too much about performance and things like that. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. And then about to finish my master's degree in sports psychology um, and looking to get an internship uh, somewhere in the near future. And so if the football stuff doesn't work out, I hopefully have a, a job to back me up. Maybe if the NFL teams don't want to take me on as a, as a punter, they can take me on as a sports psychologist, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, so, I mean, just to reflect some more time on your UK career, uh, what 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 uh, skill or personality trait or um, individual thing do you think you improved on the most um, during your time at UK, um, football-related or even just, you know, growing as a person, as an individual? Um, I think football-related, it was probably the fact that uh, I just started to learn the rules and learn the game and just be a bit more comfortable out there, like, um, as you can imagine, going into a new sport that you've never ever played a competitive game in, let alone like even being like pretend type, type of games. Like I didn't know what I could get away with and what I couldn't get away with. And, um, you know, just little things about where do I have to kick the ball? Like not where I had to kick it, but just what, I, what kind of things I could do with the ball and if it would work or not. Um, I guess I kind of showed that in the last game. I was kind of finally confident enough to actually just go around someone if they were running at me rather than just kicking the ball. So... You kind of just get a bit more confidence and, and work out what you can get away with. And, you know, at the start, if I had done that, I probably thought the guy would have just, like, put his helmet through my ribcage type thing and just tackled me. But I worked out I worked out as I went along that the guys aren't actually as good as tackling as they pretend to be. So it kind of, it kind of uh, took me a couple of years to work that out. Um, but then I guess as from off the field, it's just been good to get my degree. I, I went to university for about one semester back home, but been good to get my degree and kind of just grow as a person get some good life experiences being able to do things like obviously win the award but go to like all american dinners for that was over in connecticut for three days and sit next to some really good nfl players that have made the all-american teams before and um you know be able to even play in all these sec stadiums it's just awesome experiences that not a lot of people get to do and it obviously grows you and kind of see a different culture over here as well you guys are pretty different from Australians and from the Australian country. So it's been cool to come over here and get used to the culture and, and see a different, I guess, uh, well, it's, it literally is the opposite side of the world, but just a different country and how different people go about it. Um, it's funny that, you know, obviously I come from Australia and you guys are Americans, but we speak the same language. I always find that that's kind of strange yeah. to be seeing as we're on the opposite side of the world. But um, it's awesome to come over here and, and see and get a new new bunch of friends and, and network some more. And yeah, it's awesome. Well, I would argue that you were our MVP for some of our games just by being able to win the field position battle. Uh, so going off that, what's been like the furthest you've ever booted a punt, either in a game, just and just maybe just practicing, just seeing how far you can kick it. What's the furthest you've ever <laughs> kicked it? Um. I think the biggest one I probably ever did in the game was that kick after the safety against Mississippi State. Um, that one was pretty nice. I got onto that one pretty decently. Um, didn't really, it was funny, in the lead up to that game, we'd never, ever practiced, like, so that was my third season. We'd never practiced it before ever, never even brought it up. And then for some reason on the Tuesday of that week, my coach was like, we've never done kick after a safety before, have we? And I said, are we allowed to punt from that? He's like, yeah, yeah, we can punt. I was like, I could do that. He's like, all right, just give it one shot. We'll do like one rep of it at practice. I was like, okay. And I kicked it all right. I didn't kick it that great. But we were just kind of laughing because 
I, I like was almost in tears on the field. Like if you could hear the audio from it, it would be me laughing because I think it's so funny how you have to put the two fingers up to like tell the guys that you're ready to kick. <laughs> like as if like they're out on the field, how do they not know you're about to run up and kick the ball? But I think that's so funny that the kickoff guy has to do that. So I was kind of laughing about it out in the field. I was like, hey, guys, I have to like point at you guys, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, just point at us to make sure we know who to go. I'm like, all right. So did that and then kicked it and um, kind of worked out really well. We almost really almost got them to a safety if we had it covered it properly. I think we stopped them on the 15-yard line. So that's probably the biggest one. I obviously had a, a decent kick out of the end zone against Auburn this year too, which which worked out well. But at practice, I think, I think I probably – I don't know if I would have kicked on further than the Mississippi State safety, but I did definitely had a really good one. I remember in the lead-up to our bowl game in Charlotte, um, I kicked it probably – I want to say it was at least 72 or 73 in the air, um, plus the 14, so probably 87 yards or 90 yards in the air um, during practice that I got onto one. So that was, that was pretty nice. Um, but, yeah, uh, I've had some real bad ones too, as you guys would know, so – uh, for every good one, there's plenty of bad ones. Yeah. So as a as a punter, what's more satisfying, booting one like 70 yards downfield, or you know, p- uh, pinning somebody at the one like perfect punt where it gets covered like perfectly right at the one yard line? Definitely, just the like the bigger you can kick it for me, because I find like the pinning stuff's pretty easy. Um, it, there's not too much thrill in that. The the crowd gets excited, but I kind of. I'm jogging off, shaking my head, unless it's literally on the one, because I just feel like I've kind of let the team down a little bit if I haven't put it on the one. But when I can just go for it and kick it as far as I can, that's definitely uh, the most exciting thing. And I actually had a lot of fun holding this year too. I thought that was hilarious, like going out and holding for the kickers. But um, I had one one stage this year. I'm not sure if they showed it on the big screen or even on the TV if you guys were watching, but I actually forgot to go out there because it was the first game and, like, I wasn't used to being a holder, so I forgot to run out there when we got a touchdown. And they were all out there, and the kicker was at his spot, and they're looking around. And I'm, like, celebrating with the team. And they're like, Max, you got to go hold. So I sprinted out there, and thankfully the ref kind of held up the clock a little bit so we didn't get a delayed game. But, um, yeah, it was kind of awkward. I was running out there while everyone was looking at me. Yeah, so you were you were talking about, you know, differences between Australia and America. What's, like... Are there, is there anything like that you think that we do that's just completely stupid to you? Like, like some super strange things? Um, yeah, I mean, without getting <laughs> too much into it, yeah. Like, just even the way that, like, even the foods that you guys eat, like, um, I'll give you a simple example. Like, biscuits in the morning, like, that's, it's not biscuits, it's called scones back home. And I wouldn't be putting a piece of chicken in between a biscuit back home either. I probably <laughs> wouldn't even eat a biscuit. I think that's hilarious. Cheese is on everything over here. Um, I was trying to think of other things that you guys do that is quite hilarious to me. Like it's mainly it's a lot of food, but then it's just little things like the guys on the team obviously like love hunting, or some of them do. And I don't think I've ever like done any of that back home. So just little stuff like that, just cultural differences and um, the way you guys say words and spell words as well. I I put in an assignment in the, like the first semester that I was here. And I got like a 60 out of 100. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, I didn't do that bad. And she said, Max, it wasn't that bad. Just you spelt so many words wrong. And I had to explain to her that like English language spelling is so different from American English. So I had about, <laughs> had about 200 words spelt wrong or something. But we figured it out eventually. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is something like I've always wondered. 
let's say the kicker pulls a hammy and there's no one else left to kick a field goal. Is that something that you can do as a punter? Like how different is that? And uh, maybe vice versa, a kicker punting the ball. Um, so field goals, I probably couldn't do anything besides an extra point. But there was a point when we were struggling a lot that I was trying to convince the coaches that I could drop kick. So I can drop kick a field goal from probably, I mean, it would be like a 50-yard field goal. So from like the 40, I can probably drop kick a field goal. And we had practiced it once or twice. So I just stood back there, dropped the ball on the ground, kicked through because it's worth the same points. It's exactly the same kick. Um, definitely not as consistent as a field goal kicker, but like I felt like if we needed it in a game and our kickers were either struggling or hurt, I could definitely do that for us, maybe one off time. Um, and the kickers can't punt. Like they're a disgrace. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we actually used one of the kickers. So we played a team. I won't mention who it was because I'm sure that they're probably listening right now. But uh, they were pretty terrible. And they had a punter that was disgraceful and he could barely kick the ball. So our coach thought it was funny, but also realistic if we use one of the kickers to punt for punt team that week because he was so bad at punting that it would be the same as bursting that team. So it was a good look for us. So, yeah, no, they, they struggle a little bit. So I actually uh, I saw um, said one of the couple sports you played growing up, basketball and soccer. Um, what, what did you like, like comparing that to football? You know, what, which what sport did you like more? I definitely liked basketball the most when I was growing up. Um, I loved like playing. Well, back then it was um, NBA, whatever. Oh eight, it was like EA before two K was really big. <laughs> um, but like, I love Steve Nash. Um, I love Goran Dragic. They were my two favorite players. Um, I liked Rudy Gay as well. So they were kind of my three favorite players playing like NBA. And I always grew up playing a lot of basketball. I made a fair few representative teams. I played for my state in basketball and that. Um, just unfortunately, I'm six foot. I'm white. Um, I can't really jump very well and I can't shoot anywhere from the three point line. So um, it probably didn't work out well in the end. I was I was more like a just a point guard that passed the ball a lot, but um, definitely enjoyed that the most. Um, like the fact that there's like only like ten guys on the team and you all get along pretty well, rather than like the hundred guys on a football team, yeah. especially over here. And you, you know, you might not really even know the the freshmen's names for the first six months that they're they're with you because you just never see them. So uh, I really like like the close knit stuff with with uh, basketball and then soccer. Um, it's kind of fun, but uh, it's a little bit non-contact for me. So I like the tackling of like Australian football back home. So I only played soccer up until when we were allowed to tackle a certain age in Australian football back home. Yeah. So were you were you ever able to dunk a basketball? No, nah, not even close. <laughs> I, I, I've tried so many times to touch the ring, and like that's the thing. Like I'm not athletic, so like for me, like I could. I can run a bit, like my my running's okay, but I can't get off the ground. Like my box jump compared to all the guys is terrible. So, um, yeah, if I grab the net, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to talk about uh, my personal favorite memory of you at UK. Um, your fake punt against Missouri uh, back in 2019. Um, you kind of just saw the opening and took off. Uh, I, bl- I believe you mentioned that wasn't actually a called punt. You just kind of saw the uh, called fake punt. You just kind of saw the opening and went with it. So, you know, talk uh, talk me through that moment and what that what that was like and what it was like afterwards. You know, celebrating and taking that risk. Yeah. So I kind of copped a bit of stick from the coaches and the players from I think it was the two weeks before that 
we played against South Carolina and there was a fourth and one and we wanted to run the fake and Stoops wouldn't let us run the fake. So we punted, but everyone on the punt return team ran the opposite direction and I could have just ran almost for a touchdown. And I was like, man, I ran off the field. I was like, am I allowed to run that? Because like, I feel like I should be able to because it's really open. And they're like, yeah, if you see it, go for it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to remember that from now on. So I worked on it a little bit of practice of just taking – I mean, I always take my time, but just kind of seeing what was coming and really working on if I could get one. And then Missouri, because we punted so much that game because it was pouring down with rain, Missouri had just run out of different looks that they could give us, so they were just giving us the same look every single time. So I kind of talked to the two guys that it was important um, – like they were going to be the blocking guys. I said, hey, just hold on to it for a little bit longer. I'm going to try and run this one. And it just worked out perfectly. Um, obviously, didn't tell the coaches about it until I went off the field. Because uh, <laughs> I think they would have tried to talk me out of it. But I was also awesome. was really cool. I'd always either wanted to get a touchdown or at least a first down. Um, unfortunately, Coach Stoops put a line through me throwing it after he saw me throw it first day of practice. Like I was never allowed to throw it after that. Because I think I threw it straight <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I always wanted to get a first down, so that was awesome. We'd actually planned a really good fake against North, Carol- uh, uh, North Carolina, yeah, NC State, um, and it would have worked, but we were up, so we didn't need to run a fake. But it would every time that they did something, it would have worked, and I'm there. I feel like I would have got a touchdown. would have been awesome. But I always tell them, if I was ever going to get a touchdown, we were going to get a 15-yard penalty because once I got in the end zone, I was going to boot the ball as far as I could into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what was the age difference like for you when you joined the team full of a bunch of college kids that are 19 and 20 years old and you're over here like what are you like 26 27 yeah so it was a little it was a little different um i think when like when you're around guys like you can't really tell what age they are until they either like say it or you realize they're not listening to you because they got airpods in or like just like just small things or like they're talking about TikTok and like I'm like, man, come on, like I'm so like I when I came out of high school, like Instagram had just started. And like that makes me feel really old. Like we we talk about things like that and I'm like, man, I feel so old. But like I'm not super old, obviously, but I'm older than them. So it just felt like kind of strange with some of those kind of things. Um but you know, once when you're around a group of guys, like you can barely ever tell what age they are. So we all got along pretty well and I'm kind of immature most of, most of the time as well. So um, I kind of got along with them reasonably well. And um, it was awesome just to kind of be a part of it all. And obviously most of my friends tended to be the older guys on the team. Um, and even and they kind of finished as the years went on and I kept playing. But, um, yeah, it was, it was cool. And to be around the young guys, hopefully I had somewhat of an impact at how they prepare and go about playing too. Like as much as I joke around a lot and, um, mess around. I do take it seriously when I have to, and I prepare pretty well for. Well, I think I prepare really well, so I'd like for them to kind of hopefully have taken something out of that, and hopefully that's. Where, I mean, I think Matt Ruffalo went really well this year kicking um, when we seemed to have an issue at kicker. So whether I played a small part in that, I hope I I did in the way he prepared and and really like just viewed the game mentally, and um, he went really well this year. So um, I'm kind of hoping I can go into coaching at some stage. Obviously not American football because I don't even know the rules, but Australian <laughs> football or, or something like that would be great. Yeah, so you were, you were talking about the the young guys and, and TikTok. Do, is, is, do you like TikTok? 
Man, I get sent TikToks from like all the guys on the team. So I, you know, I laugh, but I don't have it myself. Um, I, uh, I stick to, I mean, I got Instagram and all that kind of thing, but no, I don't have TikTok. Um, and I just got sick of more so the guys trying to make TikToks like in the locker room. Yeah. Um, when Nick Scalzo is making his 55th TikTok of the day in the hot tub or something, and I'm, man, I'm like, dude, get a life, come on. So, uh, <laughs> like, just shit like that. But we always have a bit of fun with it and they always laugh at me. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what was probably like um, the bet, like your favorite part about like being in Kentucky, being in Lexington, um, a, lot, a lot of different culture things um, from Australia. So, what was probably the biggest thing that you liked about uh, being in Lexington? Two keys, tin roof, McCarthy. <laughs> um, that, they're fun places. Um, <laughs> a Sunday at tin roof, maybe after a game. Um, I'm allowed to say that now because I don't play anymore. Um, <laughs> Uh, besides, no, I, I mean, I really like Keeneland. I was big into horse racing. I actually owned a horse back here when I was playing football. Oh, when I say back here, I always think I'm in Australia. When I was back in Australia, I owned a horse, so I really liked the horse racing. That was a really cool part of it. Um, I was a bit disappointed. I never, because of, I planned to go this year, but because of COVID, I never got to go to a Kentucky Derby, and I missed out on the Breeders' Cup, obviously, being at Keeneland. So that was a shame because I, I really do like the horse racing. Um, first time I'd ever seen snow. Uh, when I landed, I, I saw snow for the first time, so that was cool. Well, like, I always call it active snow. I don't know, like, I'd seen snow on the ground, but I'd never seen it actually snow. Like, I'd never seen it fall from the sky. Because uh-huh. I'd been skiing before in Australia, but it never actually snowed when I was there. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, and just, like, just everything, like, even the way that the university gets around the basketball team during March Madness or something, like, that was really unique and really, really cool to see like how much of a family feel such a big university can have and like everyone gets behind the university um is really really cool because i went to quite a big university back home but none of its no universities back home are affiliated with sports so they're just standalone like academic universities so that was really cool part of it and like i think everyone that goes to university of kentucky feels that connection with the sports teams whether they play on them or not for the rest of their life and like that's really unique and really cool awesome thing and that's why i hope you know obviously there's going to be some changes with with college sports but hopefully you can stick around and still be successful because people love it so much and i one thing i always found crazy before i got here was that i would say that people like i'd come over on a holiday over here i'd be like what nfl team do you support and they would say i don't really support nfl i just support college or i'd say what nba team and they're like Oh, no, I don't really watch it. But, like, I watch college. I'm like, these guys are crazy. Like, why would you want to watch the people that aren't the best at what they do? Like, you guys want to watch guys that suck. Well, they don't suck, but, like, they're not that great. Um, But now I kind of get it. And um, it's really unique and really awesome. And um, I think that's one of the main things that, like, I've enjoyed the most is just how much. I mean, SEC football is obviously huge, and we're not the biggest team in it. But even the support that we get is, is unbelievable. So it's, it's really cool. I'll take you back to the very beginning. Uh, at one point, did you realize that you were kind of good at this punting thing and why that was the position you were drawn to as opposed to like quarterback or, or receiver? Uh, well, I really, I, I actually got number two. So I got backup spot on the hands team. So that was really cool. So like, 
I don't know if exactly everyone understands what I mean when I say hands team, but if they do an onside kick, we send people out there to catch it, obviously. And I told them the whole time, hey, I'm good at this. Like, this is what I used to do for my sport. Get me out there. And I eventually worked my way up to a two. And it was actually funny because I was behind Yusuf Korka and he hurt his hamstring in the first half of the game that they did an onside kick. But when they called hands team, I'm like, I'm in. I'm like, I'm actually going to get out there. And Yusuf's like, ah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm like, no, man, like, your hamstring's no good. Like, it's bad. He's like, no, 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 I'll get it. I'm like, damn it. So that was a bit of a shame that I didn't get to go out and hands team. But um, I guess to answer your first question, um, I don't know if I ever have thought that I'm, I'm that great, to be honest. Like, I think we had a really good scheme. Um, I obviously did a decent job, but I feel like there was a lot better punters than me um, in in college, let alone outside of college. So whether it's a mindset that I had, whether it's the scheme we did, but whether I'm not sure what exactly what it was, maybe a combination of everything, but I definitely don't have the strongest leg compared to a lot of a lot of guys in college, but I uh, I just do my best. I think my favorite game, and one a game that I thought I went really well in was Texas A&M in my first year. That made me feel a lot more confident. Um, I think we had like one first down in our own half or their own half, whichever one you say it is. Um, and like we had to punt 10 times. So that made me feel really confident because I did well there. Um, but I never really felt like I'm, I'm overly good at it, to be honest. <laughs> So I've got I've got a question I ask everybody that comes on on this podcast. Um, I don't really know how it's going to work out here with you being from Australia because I don't know how they're what in Australia, but gas stations. Say you're getting getting, getting a little hungry, you need a little snack, and you stop at a gas station. What's your what's your go to gas station snack? Well, first of all, the answer to that question is if I'm stopping at the gas station, unlike half my team, I'm not stopping to take photos. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to walk inside and buy the thing straight away. Um, man, like, I like beef jerky. Okay. Um, maybe a packet of salt and vinegar chips. All right, okay. Um, yeah, and uh, I really like ice cream, so if I can't be bothered going to an actual ice cream store, we had a Speedway just near our house, and that got used pretty regularly for ice cream. So maybe maybe something like that. What's what's the best ice cream flavor you can you think of? I'm boring if I say vanilla. So, um, <laughs> but it is the best vanilla. Vanilla with like, well, you guys say caramel, but caramel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, so so back when we're on a serious note, uh, what was probably like the best advice uh, you received, like coming over from Australia, or? Best advice you could give, you know, a prospective Australian punter that's coming over to the United States? Um, man, like, get prepared for the handshakes. Like, <laughs> okay, I, okay. Uh, I'm just, in Australia, we just give, like, the normal handshake. Over here, man, there's, like, 20 different versions of it. And I'm like, I just put the hand out as fast as I can, so they hopefully just give me a normal handshake now. But that's always a tough one. Um, <clears throat> but seriously, like, I think it's just, embrace everything that you can and try and put yourself in as many situations as you can if someone invites you out to go do something go do it um embrace all the people that are around because it's obviously very different from back home and and people are a a little different but just always try and you know go in with an open mind and and do the best you can and always just try and have fun with it i think um my coach back home is always just saying like dude just enjoy it because 
you don't get to do stuff like that very often. And even if you suck, well, you've got to suck and other people haven't even get to do it. Like you're still that guy that sucked rather than that guy that no one knew. So um, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. And I just try and have a lot of fun with it. Um, one of the guys, I, you guys would remember, it's like one of the most famous moments in college football, which I hadn't even heard about until I got here, but the Australian punter against Michigan. So he played for Michigan and against Michigan State. He fumbled the snap and they got the winner. And he, he still talks about like, dude, at least people like know who I am. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, I fucked up, but like, at least I got to do it. So yeah, um, yeah, just kind of having fun with it and making sure you're enjoying the experience as you go along. Because as much as like, you can get worried and sometimes we get some bad feedback on social media, like maybe a million people watch and 8 billion people don't give a fuck like about what we're doing. Yeah. So you can always get a bit too worried about like what people think about you and really no one, I mean, a lot of people care, but no one really cares and it's not a big deal in the scheme of things. So just try and enjoy it and have fun. And, and I always enjoy like three quarter time songs like at Florida when like Tom Petty comes on or like something <laughs> like that. Like I'm getting involved in, in some of that because I don't have to worry about what the play call is going to be. So it gets cool to like actually be a fan, but like sitting on the sideline really close to the game. It's cool. Yeah, for sure, man. Hell yeah. Um, I, I think we're good here. I re- we really appreciate you coming on, man. We had a, we had a good time chatting with you and yeah, just, just thanks for coming on, man. No, no problem. Thanks for having me. I hope, uh, I hope I gave you some okay stuff. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. <laughs> we had, we no, had a blast, man. It. Appreciate it. Thanks guys. I'll talk yep. to you later. See ya. Best of luck. Special thanks to Max Duffy for coming on the podcast. You can give him a follow on Instagram at Max underscore Duffy and on Twitter at Max underscore underscore Duffy. And while you're at it, while you're on social media, feel free to go ahead and drop us a follow. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at FTS pod. And if you want to, if you have any thoughts or feedbacks or want any questions for Max, now just feel free to send us an email to the FTS pod at gmail.com. We got some uh, some hardened trade content, some NFL uh, divisional round playoff content as well on the website. Uh, you can check out that content and much more at ftspod.com. Bye, have a great time.